Welcome to the Hooked on Fantasy Podcast with your host, Luke Sawhook. And Hutchinson Brown. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the episode of Hooked on Fantasy. I'm your host, Hutchinson Brown, here with Luke Sawhook, your co-host. Super excited for today's show. We'll be reacting to the Super Bowl, talking about Luke's experience at the Super Bowl that he got to do with High Point, and then we'll be answering some questions from the chat and some questions that we got on Twitter throughout the last few hours. It's going to be exciting. It'll be a good show. Luke, how we doing, man? How we feeling? Doing fantastic, man. I got some uh, I got some packages in the mail uh, this evening. I did a little, Amazon, uh, a little Amazon shopping the other night at like 1 in the morning, restocking some essentials. Got some uh, deodorant. Got some new sunglasses, which is kind of fun. Got some, uh, you know, little underwear restock and uh, two pairs of new work pants. Got a little khakis and a little uh, gray dress pants action. Uh, you know, real ones. No, Hutch. Okay, you're still you're still in high school, obviously, but pre- uh, prepping you for life after college. You need a completely new wardrobe, and you don't realize it until it's time to go to an office nine to five, like Monday to Friday. If you go about that life in any way, uh-huh. like, sports, like whatever you do. I've had to buy so many pairs of khakis and uh, like multicolored like work pants. I was not anticipating dropping a bag at Kohl's uh, when I first moved out. I spent like six hundred dollars at Kohl's on this like work clothes. Ooh. Dude, you have to have different outfits. You can't have two pairs of khakis, man. Like up until this point in life, I had two pairs of khakis. You know what I mean? I had two pairs uh, for special occasions only. I didn't wear khakis. I'm a sweat. I'm just like a sweatsuit kind of guy. Like sweatpants, like Nike sweatpants, and like a hoodie. That's like kind of my vibe. But I've had to buy so many khakis over the last year. Uh, so just prepare yourself to wear a lot more khakis and polos in your future, just for the record. Okay. Got it. Yeah, I don't have a lot of polos. I don't have many khakis, so probably going to need that. Yeah. Good. Thank you for the advice, so Luke. I appreciate you. Yeah, of course, man. Of course, of course. I think everyone needs to hear just how, how khaki-like their future will be, just at a certain yeah. point. It's perfect. I need to keep getting advice from you because you're, like, just a few years older than me. So as you age, I'll age like right behind you. So I'm gonna have to keep Pretty asking, much. like, what do I do? What do I do next? What do hey, I do if you have next? any college questions, I could be like your college uh, advisor. Yeah, hundred uh, percent, unofficial. Um, but anyways, man, yeah, let's let's, let's jump into the little uh, little Viva Las Vegas action. Uh, talking Super Bowl first and foremost, I feel like we don't need to get into the game too much. It's it's Friday now. People have had five days to talk about it already. Um, what a game, though. Uh, Pat Mahomes, another ring to his legacy. I personally believe. That Patrick Mahomes is the most talented quarterback to ever touch an NFL field at this point. That's a pretty hot debate on Twitter for me this week, but I believe that he is the most talented quarterback to ever play the game. Talented is different than the GOAT. Brady is still the GOAT for his legacy, but I think what we're seeing right now from Mahomes, his prime, I think it's better than anything we've ever seen. That's just my opinion, Um, but I love what we saw out of Mahomes. Great game by Spags. Really fun game overall. Really heated up over the second half of the game. First half was pretty defensive and kind of dull. Um, but man, that fourth quarter in overtime was electric. Oh yeah. It was like, dude, that fourth quarter overtime was just ridiculous. It was so fun to watch. Like the first half of the game, you know, our party was like, what's going on? Like this seemed, this is just not fun. And then the second half kicked in third quarter, the fourth quarter, uh, the halftime, I mean, sorry, the overtime, it was just like, oh my goodness. This is unreal. Like I was standing for most of the fourth quarter in overtime, overtime. Like, I could not sit down. I was standing and pacing. It was just it was electric. It, it was really so was. Fun. It was electric. What a Super Bowl um, overtime. I mean, how could that not be fun? It was so fun. It's, it's so crazy to me, though, that that's the second Super Bowl overtime ever. Uh, we've that's had back to back. Also, can unreal. we talk about real quick how the, the field goal record was only 55 yards at the beginning of the game? You know, when I heard that for the first time, I, I was like, that far. 
I was like, that's not far. I feel like it's, I feel like it's, I mean, it's a far field goal, but I was like, oh, come on. I don't believe that. I didn't, like, like I, when I heard it, I was like, I didn't believe that at all. I feel like the age we're at in the NFL, like a 55 yarder is like impressive, but like, it's not like, wow, 55 yards. You yeah. know what I mean? No, no, no. If it was like, I think it would be more sense if it was like 60, 60 61. 60. Yeah. I think 60 is the mark. Of the, uh, I don't even know. I mean, even deeper. I think like 58 is where I'm like, wow, that's a long field goal. Yeah. Nice. Um, but anyways, yeah, it was it was a fun Super Bowl. But yeah, just real quick, my time in Vegas was awesome. Uh, I was there uh, doing all kinds of social media and uh, press conferences, media availability coverage. It was a pleasure to talk to some of the best players in the league. Man, I got to talk to Mahomes, Kelsey. I got him twice. Uh, yeah, Debo, Ayuk, Kittle, Nick Bosa, Chris Jones, um, Pacheco, Rasheed Rice. Um, it was amazing. It was really really cool to be there uh, and ultimately know whoever uh, uh, what team I was talking to. I was talking to some future Super Bowl champs. Uh, that that was pretty sweet, and uh, also uh, the the media food and beverage experience they gave us was really cool. Uh, we could sign up for on on Monday that same day as the opening night thing they did on TV. Earlier in the day, they let us go up to one of their luxury suites, and they had a giant buffet of like sampling of what the food will be like at, during the game, and uh, it was really really good food, and it was free, and it was uh, it was absolutely fantastic for content purposes. Dude, I don't know if you saw. Uh, I'm sure the listeners don't care about this that much, but I had a TikTok from that event get like 4.5 million. I views. saw that. I saw crazy, that. bro. I did not expect that at all. That was that was huge for me. Um, so yeah, shout out to the NFL. They took good care of me while I was in Vegas, and it was it was a great game, man. I was happy to be there. Uh, hopefully, I get to go to New Orleans next year. Hopefully, you go. To, you get to go too. Highly recommend to do the the radio road. The Super Bowl was buzzing. It was awesome. Nice, dude. Yeah, I would. It'd be it'd be a dream to be up there. You definitely could get in. I know you can. It'd be great. It'd That'd be, be great. cool. Maybe you can go with football guys next year or something. But anyways, uh, let's jump into some uh, some listener questions here, shall we, sir? We have a let's few here it. in the private chat over on our stream. Yard, but we need more. If anyone out there is watching, we have eight people watching right now from Twitter, wherever. Uh, drop any questions you might have, fantasy football or otherwise, yeah. uh, in the chat here, in the live chat. We'll be able to pull up, up on screen here for you, just like this comment from Swifts earlier on during the show. Yeah. Uh, but first and foremost here, Hutch, we have a question on – a what's going to be a third year wide receiver, a guy we had a lot of aspirations for in the fantasy football community, uh, but he's kind of fallen flat over the last couple seasons. Traylon Burks in Dynasty. What are you doing yeah. with him? Do you think he has any brighter days ahead? Uh, what are your thoughts on him? It, I got to be honest, it's really difficult for me to look at the situation in Tennessee and think that Traylon Burks is going to be anything special for fantasy football in the future. He was a first-round pick, and I loved him as a player. I thought he was arguably the best wide receiver coming out of that class. I really did. I believed in him a lot. But after this kind of season, you don't usually see a player you know, go up and then just tank down like this and then come back up. Like that coming yeah. back up just doesn't really happen. And with DeAndre Hopkins still there in Tennessee, you still have a big quarterback question mark. And I think it's going to be Will Levis. Like it's going to be Will Levis. And they don't, have the, so they, don't, they don't have the power to move up in the draft. They don't really have the power to sign a giant, you know, free agent contract court with a quarterback. They just don't have the power. They're probably going to have to stick with Will Levis and hope he does something. And personally, I know we saw some flashes. It was really that first game, and then otherwise he was kind of okay. Like, he was fine. He just wasn't that great as a player. So I'm not super see, confident see, in him. I personally, year. I don't know what it is. I, I love strong-arm quarterbacks. I think it, it gives That's you fair. a He's got the strong arm. You want to kind but, of separate yourself from the, from the pack. I liked the flashes we saw, like – I don't know about you, but with, with rookie quarterbacks, I feel like we've been spoiled over the last, like, five years with Joe Burrow, even though he wasn't that great, but Justin Herbert, C.J. Stroud, Kyler Murray had a really solid rookie year. I think we need to give these guys a little bit more time 
I think the flashes we saw from Levis were really encouraging, given that his supporting cast wasn't great in Tennessee. Hopkins is a good weapon, obviously. Burks is iffy. Chica Conquo kind of didn't really pan out. Derrick Henry was had a fine year, but the offensive line wasn't great for Tennessee this season. I think overall his cast of, you know, his supporting cast wasn't fantastic. I think he did not play terrible football. Uh, that's honestly what I'm looking for from a rookie quarterback is like, let's go in there, play fine, and we want yeah, you to get your solid. wet. Next season, we, we're really looking to see, you know, you turn it up. I think I, I kind of have some faith in Will Levis. I don't know what it is in deep in my heart and soul, uh, but I think he's going to be okay. I think he'll be fine. Um, yeah, I think he'll so be solid. I, I think the Titans starting him next year, even if they had high draft capital, I think it's the right choice. I think even if, unless they had like a top three pick, I would. I think I would stick with Will Levis regardless, honestly. Yeah, no, totally. I think Will Levis is. I think he's going to be fine. I think he could be fine next year. But the problem is, fine is not enough to make Traylon Burks a good fantasy asset. You have DeAndre Hopkins oh, in there who's still a target monster. You have Derrick Henry in the backfield. Actually, no, Derrick Henry's going to be leaving this offseason. But you have the bad offensive line. You still have DeAndre Hopkins. And that, if in, with a okay quarterback play, that's just not enough. You're not going to be able to be a great fantasy asset if that's what you're dealing with. Because Traylon Burks, as far as, as far as we know, he's not a supreme talent. He's not a proven talent. It's not like how Garrett Wilson or Chris Olave were over the past year where they were elite players, but they were just held back by their quarterback positions. Traylon Burks was just nothing. Like, he was nothing this past yeah, year. Yeah, man. He so felt this am... year. It's kind of disappointing because in his rookie year, he had some nice pops. Yeah, you know, he we did. All remember that. Yeah, he, he did when nice he was healthy. He, he really some, did. He, yeah, he really did. And he had some injuries in his rookie season. He this did. He had a lot year, of injuries. I don't really remember him even getting hurt. Like, I think the DeAndre Hopkins presence honestly just hurt him a lot more than we were expecting. No, it I did. Know, it, like, it killed people him. had high expectations for him volume-wise and whatnot, which was fair, right? But then Hopkins oh, yeah. signed. It was like, eh, probably not a breakout pick anymore. But he could still be like a wide receiver three. But then, dude, he was like nothing. Like, let me let me nothing. pull up his game chart real quick. Just out of curiosity. No, 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 he didn't. He did nothing this year. He was just nothing. I think he got injured at some point as well. I don't think he played all the games. But, but back to what I was saying earlier. I, Will Levis, he, he would have to have a supreme step forward for Traylon Burks to be good for fantasy. It's just how it's going to have to happen, and I think that's very unlikely given what we saw from him this year. Mm -hmm. I personally, yeah, I absolutely like agree. And I, I'm looking at, be, uh, I would not sorry? be investing in Traylon Burks. I would not be either, honestly. I'm I'm looking at his game log here. He did not register more than six targets uh, in more than one game. He only managed more than three targets in two games last season. He had a four-target game and a six-target game. Um, he had no more than two catches in two games last season. His uh, receiving yard high for the year was 76 and 62. Outside of that, he did not have any games over 30 yards. Um, no touchdowns for Traylon Burks this year. Um, yeah. I'm out. I, I He did not even crack the top 36 in wide receivers this season a single time. He finished no. outside the top 100 wide receivers more often than he finished inside it. Um, he's a nobody at this point in Dynasty. I think I think you're going to hold on to him. I'm, I mean, he's worth probably about, you know, maybe an early third to very, very late second this year. Um, he's not worth much. I, I guess hold him if you have him. Uh, you're probably not getting much for selling him, but I, don't, I would not be buying at the moment. That's, that's how I'll put it. Yeah. All right. On to, our, on to our next question here, uh, asking a little bit of a, a rookie pick value question, as we were just mentioning, what is the value to you that you can get for a wide receiver for a mid twenty twenty four rookie first round pick? Man, I mean, like I'm just trying to pull up some dynasty wide receiver rankings right now and look at you know where they're at, looking at what a mid first can get you. I mean. Because I'm looking, you can get some solid contributors for that price. You can get some. AJ you Banner really could. Because I'm looking you can at get like a Devontae Adams. 
Oh no, hundred percent. Oh, you could what? You can get Devontae Adams in more than that. I know, I, I know. I'm just saying, like you for sure can get that. Uh, oh, the guy that came dude, to mind for me that I think completely off the top of my head, right? Completely off the top of my head without looking at anything. A player that I think I would, if I had a mid first, let's call it the 107, 108. I think a player I would love to go trade that for right now before the the league settles is Drake London. I'm a big Drake London guy. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. I really like London. I think he has a bright future oh. ahead in Atlanta. Solid. I would be looking at a player. I'd be looking at DJ Moore. I think personally he's crazy undervalued right now in dynasty leagues because he's been around so long in this league, but he's not even 27 yet. I love or that. He might, just, he might have just turned 27. He is really young, and he's either going to have Justin Fields as his quarterback, who he's had a great relationship with over this season, or, or Caleb Williams. Yeah, who we, pretty good. I mean, <laughs> pretty good outcome. It's a good outcome either way. I mean, rookie quarterbacks don't tend to always be great for their wide receivers, but Caleb Williams could be a different breed. And we have time for DJ Moore. Like I said a second ago, he's young. He's still got he at least young. like three, four more years in this league of being a great wide receiver. He's probably going to be in Chicago for the rest of his career. At least that's what I would bet. I hope I'm so. Super excited. I'm super excited for him. If you can send like a late, mid, late first for him, because right now I'm looking at Fantasy Bros consensus rankings. He is outside the top 15 dynasty wide receivers. That's pretty interesting. Who's above? Like it's him? just it's an easy it's an easy buy him? for me. It's an easy buy for me. He's below right now. He's below Drake London, below Michael Pittman, below Rasheed Rice, below Devontae. Give me below him over Flowers. You know what? I don't know if this is a hot take. Give me him over Rice. Yeah, I would as oh 100. Yeah, I would. Take I think that all day. here's the thing with Rice. Oh, yeah, I like Rice. I think people are just kind of enamored with him because he's attached to Patrick Mahomes and he's young and he's currently big big emphasis on the word. He's currently the wide receiver one for the Chiefs. I think the Kansas City Chiefs honestly would be smart to bring in additional wideouts this year. They're going to need it. I, I think this could be one of the better years of Rasheed Rice's career. I think he's going to be a successful wide receiver in the league for a while, right? I think he's a good talent. But as far as fantasy football goes, I think this could be near his peak of value as far as week in, week out fantasy production. I, I don't foresee him having a huge role there down the line, I, I foresee them bringing in other wideouts. If they really believe in him, and yeah, maybe no, you're, like, you're looking future future once Kelsey retires, and if he's still the wide receiver one there, big bump in value, right? They're going to need to give him more targets. But right now, I think I would rather have DJ Moore. I think DJ Moore has a little bit more juice, a little oh, yeah, more upside to be like a top 10 guy. Yeah, I would agree. DJ Moore over over Rishi Rice. Uh, in the chat real quick, we have my boy Ethan. Shout out to Ethan Streckfist. He's the GOAT. Um, big Sweden guy. Uh, if you know, you know. We're going to trade down. He's a Chicago Bears fan, by the way. He said we're going to trade down from one and get Drake May knowing our luck. That would be a terrible outcome. It would really be a terrible outcome. No no offense to Drake May. No offense to Drake May, but that would that would not be good. That would not be good. Yeah, no, you – no, we don't want – the Bears fans, you don't want that. You absolutely do not want that. 100% do no. not want that. Uh, moving on to our next question here. Another thing about the Atlanta Falcons, as we are talking about Drake London earlier – Hutch, what is your dynasty outlook on Kyle Pitts, polarizing player for fantasy football purposes? Do you think he has a bright future? Do you think this is what we're going to get from him here on out? Or, like, what are your thoughts here? My outlook on Kyle Pitts is actually pretty bright. I am really excited for the future of Kyle Pitts because I can't I can't highlight enough that he is still only 23 years old and younger than Dalton Kincaid. He is still so is young. He was drafted as a 21-year-old, man. He was so young. And remember, guys, I know we've had some breakout rookie tie-ins lately. And I even argue, like, uh, we actually were going to talk about tie You know what? I'll save that argument for later. But okay. we, we've seen a lot of bigger, you know, rookie tie-ins break out a lot lately. But, it's guys, it's only been three seasons. Like, we can we can take a break. Remember, this guy had 1,000 yards in his rookie year. 
Right. That's the talent we're looking at. And over the last couple of years, he's had amazing target shares. He's had a lot of deep targets. He's gotten looks all over the field. It's just the quarterbacks have not been able to get him the ball. His catchable target rate has been outside the top 36 tight ends in the NFL in each of the last two seasons. Right. Like that's just how bad it's been, according to player profiler. That's how bad it's been for him. If he can get a real quarterback this offseason, which the Atlanta Falcons, they have a lot of opportunities to do so. They can do so in free agency. They can move up in the draft. They have opportunities to get a good quarterback this offseason. They even had that last offseason. But they have it this season, and I think that they're going to get it. And if they do that, Kyle Pitts is going to be a really good asset. He's just – I can't deny his talent. I can't. He was just – he was like a top five pick. He's a top five pick in the NFL draft. He's a he very a good player. I, I feel like the thing with the thing with Pitts for me is like even with all the bad you've seen over the last couple seasons, you see a lot of the good. Like in, in he's so play, much good yeah. on the field. He's a good route runner. He's one of those guys that I love at the tight end position in this modern era of the NFL. These tight ends who can move like wide receivers and get separation. I think Pitts is that guy. You can deploy him in a lot of ways, make him a versatile weapon. I think the Atlanta Falcons, man, they have some great pieces in place. I think the Atlanta Falcons are a good quarterback away, which is a very difficult piece to acquire, I'm well aware. But they're a good quarterback away from making it to at least the divisional round of the playoff next year. That's how I feel about this team. Especially that division, That division is terrible. Bijan's a great running back. Tyler Algier is a really capable runner. We all know that. Drake London's a really, really talented young wide receiver. They can get another wide out on the other side. I don't really know if they have any other guys at the moment. No, Kyle they Pitts, don't. The track lines, they're but dude, ones. London, Pitts, and Bijan is plenty. Get those three guys out there, get them in space, and make something happen. And Algiers, no slouch. Cordell Patterson's old, but he's still pretty fun. Get a good quarterback in there. I think they can make some noise in the NFC. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And their defense has only improved over the last couple of years. They've only gotten a little bit better. They can really, they can definitely make an impact uh, yeah. if they get a quarterback, especially yeah, in that but- division, too. Like that division just so bad. Yeah, the NFC South is super weak. I, I think I'm looking for the Panthers to kind of make some noise, honestly. I, I think Bryce Young, if you're if they're ever gonna do it next year's the year, man. Bryce yep. Young's got, gotta take a step up and they gotta make start winning some football games. But 100%. um let's go on to our, our last question here. Uh let's talk some nice tight ends. We we were talking about them a little bit here, Kyle Pitts. Nice um, the question is, is Sam Laporta dynasty tight end one? Here, I'm gonna go first. I think it's no. I think it's no. no. I'm, I'm interested to see if you're on the same wavelength as me here. I'm very I interested. I want to see it. I just and posted my, an article about this. I didn't see it for the record. Or Dynasty League football. My, my Dynasty tight end one is it's Mark Andrews. Okay. Mark Andrews. Who do you okay. have? I have Brock Bowers. What? Brock Bowers is my Dynasty tight end That's one. That's crazy, yes. bro. Before I want Brock Bowers or I'm going to – hold on. Mark Andrews is a wild bet to me. No, it's Mark not. Andrews is a wild bet to me. Why? Why? No, he's only 28 this. years old. He's attached to Lamar Jackson for the rest of his career. He's been oh, no, 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 no. Just wait. Just wait. So Come Mark on. Andrews, right? Look, I love Mark Andrews much than the next person. You know, if you were talking to me last offseason, I, I, I we probably talked about Mark Andrews last offseason. I loved him in drafts. Like I really, I really, really did. I was a big Mark Andrews fan in drafts. But I'm looking at it, right? Next year, looking at his contract, the Ravens have a decent out with him. Like they, they have a way dude, to get him. Him. You really think they're not going to keep him? Dude, with Isaiah Likely and how – look, remember when he, when Mark Andrews came back? Mark Andrews came back recently from injury in the playoffs and down the stretch. Isaiah Likely was had a lot more snaps. He was getting a lot more involved in the offense. He, well, was, he, was, hurt, a lot he was hurt, brother. Mark Andrews was. He was banged up. That's why Likely was getting more no, involved. No, no, when, when Andrews came back in those last yeah, couple of games. and he was still injured. He's not 100%, know. man. It's completely different. Yeah, that's fair. Listen, I but like still, Likely, but I think likely long term, Likely has taken a huge step. Not take away from Andrews, in yeah. my opinion. 
No, but I think I personally, I think Andrews with the contract, like, because they have so many players on rookie contracts, they're going to have to sign. And I think Andrews at 28 years of age with likely on the bench, who's been performing well. I don't think he's going to be Baltimore Raven after this year. I think Dude, this might be his last year. I think they keep him. And then we'll I think crush they keep him nice because, I think they keep him because they're a top contender in the AFC. They're going to want to keep their best players they can. Mark Andrews is an elite tight end in the NFL. Elite. Top, top, top notch. Isaiah Likely is really good. Maybe even top 10. But he is not Mark Andrews. They are not on the same tier. If you're talking about tight ends, I think Mark Andrews is S tier up there with Kelsey and Kittle in terms of real life talent. Maybe even, you know, throw some other guys up there in that tier if you want. But I think he's up there. I think Isaiah likely is in like B's here. He's a good tight end. He's a good young tight end. He's fun. And you can save some money, like you mentioned. But I think if the Baltimore Ravens are serious about so winning Lombardi's, you keep both. I don't think you let either of those guys walk out the door anytime soon. I think Lamar and Andrews, they've been the heart and soul of that Ravens offense for the last few seasons. I don't think they're going to want to separate those two. I like Andrews a lot. I think he's attached to Lamar for the rest of his career. I think he's the Baltimore Raven for the rest of his career. He's only 28, like I mentioned. I think you're going to get uh, top-notch fantasy football production out of him for the next two seasons, and that's how I play Dynasty by two seasons. Yeah, it's, it's. I mean, it's it's fair. I just, I I'm looking at the Ravens with a lot of younger players that are going to need contracts next year uh, over the next couple of seasons, and I don't see them keeping Mark Andrews. I just see them like favoring some other guys on that defense on that offensive line over Mark Andrews, and I, I just don't think they keep him, especially with Isaiah like on the bench. Sure. It just saves so much money, and it's it's fair to think otherwise. But I see them saving money and keeping likely and letting Andrews walk because he would be so expensive. He's going to be so it's expensive. Fair. It's fair. Um, real quick to wrap us up here, Bowers. To give the people a 30-second yeah. elevator pitch on so, why Bowers is the tight end one. In your so opinion. if you have a DLF subscription, you can go to my article on DynastyLeagueFootball.com and check it out. I made a whole argument why Bark Bowers is the tight end one. But personally, why I think Brock Bowers is a tight end one, there are, there are a multitude of reasons. Firstly, this is probably – like this is – Arguably the best tight end prospect we've ever seen. He truly is one of the best athletes I have ever seen on a football field. I know I haven't lived very long, but I've gone back to great tight end prospects of the past and like look at these guys, watch film, just to see if my take here was right. I was not impressed with any other tight end more than I was with uh, with Brock Bowers. He truly is a difference-making athlete. He can block well, even at a smaller frame, he can block well. Sometimes with some bigger defensive linemen, he gets a little bit, he gets a little bit pushed around. But his technique is great. As long as he's not going up against like 800 pound defensive lineman, he's going to be all right in the NFL. He's right. going to be totally fine. The plays he can make are just unreal. And he is go- he's going to have the opportunity to break that two or three year breakout tight end myth. Like the thing over the last few years that we've seen lately, I just mentioned it briefly. We've seen a lot of tight ends break out early. I mean, Evan Ingram uh, just a handful of years ago, Kyle Pitts, uh, Sam Laporta, like these guys are starting to come out early and make impacts. And I think Brock Bowers is going to be able to do that because he's going to have a massive, massive pick on his name. He's going to be probably a top 15 pick in the draft. If not like top five, top 10, he's going to be up there. And the offense that drafts him is not going to want to just sit around and like not use him. They're going to use him fast and use my, him right my, away. My counterpoint to all this real quick is one. I think if you're going to go for a young tight end, to dub tight end one, I think you go Sam Laporta. Two, I think... A lot of what we're saying, it, I don't think it's going to be the same. But I'm getting like I'm getting war flashbacks to Kyle Pitts as you're talking. I know, yeah, you're getting war flashbacks to Kyle me. Pitts, and that makes so much sense. It does make a lot of sense, but the thing is, Kyle Pitts. I want to remind you that Kyle Pitts in his rookie year, I feel like we we missed out on the trajectory of what Kyle Pitts was supposed to be because of injury and because of Arthur Smith. 
because Kyle Pitts' rookie year put up 1,000 receiving yards. 1,000 receiving yards. If Brock Bowers did that in his rookie year, and he doesn't get Arthur Smith, he doesn't have bad injury luck, Brock Bowers is up to, like Brock Bowers is gonna go to the moon. Imagine if Kyle Pitts didn't get injured. Imagine if he didn't have Arthur Smith to deal with, and he continued off of that one thousand yard season. His trajectory from there would be insanity. Insanity. Be, yeah. He'd be putting up probably 1,200 yard seasons right now, but he's not because he had a lot of unfortunate things happen to him. Brock Bowers, on the other hand, one he's more talented than Kyle Pitts. I'll just go out and say it. I think he's a more impressive prospect than Kyle Pitts. And the offense is going to be drafted to does not have Arthur Smith unless somehow the Steelers get him, which I don't see that <laughs> happening. Uh, <laughs> not going to happen. Just, I don't. I don't see him having the Kyle Pitts career because Kyle Pitts has gotten really unfortunately unlucky, just so unbelievably unlucky. Right. Okay. Well, there you go. There you have it. Those are our arguments for who should be tight end one. I'm on train Mark Andrews. I want the proven guy attached to Lamar Jackson and Hutch once the chosen one Brock Bowers. So that's going to do it for this episode of hooked on fantasy. Everybody. Thank you for watching. Thank you for tuning in. Follow Hutch on social media at Hutchinson B underscore FF. I'm at Luke Sawhook. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of hooked on fantasy. We'll be back to our, our regular scheduled programming for Wednesday night. I believe next week live, right? Hutch. Mm-hmm. Correct. Beautiful. We will see you all there. Beautiful people. Have a great weekend, long weekend. I might add, and I will see you next time. Goodbye everybody. Peace.